Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Vitamin G Gaming Podcast, and your host, 
FC Violent. Can y'all hear me? Chat, let me know if you guys can hear me. What's going on? This mic just blew up. Uh, wait. Who's typing? Is that my, my mic went out? No. Oh, he's Barry White again. Oh. Am I good? Am I good? You're good. Hello, yeah, you're good. All right. Hey, FC, ask your chat if they get any recommend, uh, your notification of you going live, because I don't see it. No, I always... this is like the best Mr. Mime impression ever. <laughs> yes, it won't be a VGP without it. It's the silent VGP starring FC. <laughs> this boy, he never, he just, he just can't get it together, can he? Man, I'm saying. That should be our motto. That should be our motto, VGP. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> VGP, it goes right some of the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. At least I got pot on the way home, so we good. Oh, well, Dante, FC said do the intro. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Vitamin G Podcast. We are here with your daily dose of gaming news at the Vitamin G Podcast. First of all, let us go for our Steam illustrious, wonderful panel today. First of all, we're going to start with the man who is the Pokemon champion, the reigning fucking man who collects them all, Reggie. What's going on, my man? And Ash just caught a Dragon Knight, so shout out to my mans. Uh -huh. um, uh, what's going on, people? Uh, glad to be here as always. Um, what have I been playing? Un I beat Uncharted One, uh, which was surprisingly short. Yeah, it is surprisingly uh, short. I like. I looked up and I was like, "Wait, is this the end?" And so I said, "Okay." So I started Uncharted Two. So I'm hoping that's a little bit better. Um, and I re-downloaded Cuphead for the Switch, so just trying to go through that. I got inspired after seeing a, a speedrunner also being done quick. And otherwise, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's Cup, Cuphead is Cuphead is like one of those games along with uh, like Bloodborne, m many of the Souls games, but also no uh, no uh, Noir uh, Neo, sorry, which are just fantastic to, to watch speedrun because you look at it and you're like. This kicked my ass, but these guys are kicking the game's ass, so there's almost a cathartic uh, feeling to it. Alright, moving on, we are yeah. talking... Uh, next is the man with the Jack's arms, because he just never fucking changes that Jack's uh, avatar that he uses. Mr. Bizarre, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing well, doing well. How's everyone uh, going right now? Um, still on a... Uh, just finished the Sand Saga of uh, DBZ Kakarot, and that's pretty much where I'm sitting right now. I got a quick question for you, dude. You have you played? Did you play Jump Force by any chance? I did. 
got a quick quick cue. Do you think that the fighting there's there's a lot of similarities. I find there's a lot of similarities between the fighting system in uh oh, Junk Class and Kakarot, but with Kakarot they seem to have refined it better. Would you agree with that? Yes, I feel it's a lot cleaner. So it's overall the superior fighting game. Yes. Alright, and next we're going to Captain Xbox himself, the all might of the VGP, Mr. Lord Buttonubs, if he is going to unmute his mic if he's able to. Please give us your intro, sir. Hey, what up, everybody? Um, ain't been doing shit. I just got off work, so I'm in transit, and I gotta go look for my cat when I get home, so I'll be popping in and out until I get that issue resolved at some point. And I am 23 hours into Kakarot and just hit the Cell Saga, so Ooh, the that's right. Nice. So, so Nubs is suffering what every single man in the world suffers. He's on the hunt for that elusive pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and here we have the pony himself, Mr. Sony, the man who will defend PlayStation to his death, the pro of it all, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Kofi, Mr. Creative Kofi, back again after, again, my blessings to you, my man, you have another ch you have a child and i'm so happy for you man it's good to have you back give us your intro sir Welcome what's back. going on everybody yeah man it's good to be back i think a month has passed since i've been on the panel you guys did a great job i had to go back and listen uh to the last week's panel you know after the fact because you know changing diapers all the time uh, <laughs> but yeah it's great to be back guys i've been in a heavy rotation of games uh, 175 hours later persona 5 the royal is complete and platinumed you will be getting a full thought on that today Nice. Um, in addition to that, 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim came out on PlayStation in Japan in November. Um, in addition to that, um, the first 10 hours of Yakuza 7, Like a Dragon. The first 10 hours of, oh man, East 9, Monstrum Nox, which hopefully will be um, localized at some point this year. That's, that one is up in the air. And then finally, 10 hours into oh, Shin Sakura Wars. Um, which is also very fun. So yeah, gonna be gonna be talking a lot today. Nice, dude. It is awesome to have you back. And next we have the man who does nothing lying down except this podcast, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's Omar. Give yourself. What's up, man? How are you doing today? I'm fine. I'm just playing uh, Battle Battle Chaser Night World. It's an RPG, old school RPG. I don't know if fun. And yeah. Let's get uh, to the topic. Going to be epic. That's awesome, man. It's good to have you as always. And ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dante Crisis. I'm not FC. I'm stepping in for FC because the man is muted. I FC did not take the Jackson route. His pigmentation did not suddenly go all the way to the <laughs> other side of the spectrum. Uh, and honestly, I've been I've been playing Okami. I finally finished Okami. Holy shit! That guy, that game made me cry manly tears. Manly tears by the end. It's fucking amazing. Uh, what is the best end boss? Eh? Sorry for interrupting you, but the end boss. The end oh, boss. Oh, the end like... boss. The end boss was really interesting, but I'm very, but like, came the fuck in in some regards came the fuck out of nowhere. Especially considering, spoiler alert, it's a fucking fish. It's a fish in a fucking bowl. Uh, I've also started up a new playthrough, a Redux playthrough of Black Mesa, because they released Zen, and I think it's, you know, about time, and that's actually something I'll be getting into the news. Uh, aside from that, I've been starting on Dragon Ball Z Kakarot myself. I'll have some thoughts on that one as well later. Uh, started Chrono Trigger as well, which has been really fucking fun. 
and finished up Gears of War 3 on insane difficulty, which nearly drove me insane because my Xbox One controller broke and I started getting phantom inputs on the left bumper controller during the mirror fight. So it ended up opening up my TACCOM and nearly drove me insane because I died so many times. But aside from that, my sanity has yet to return anyway. All right, Mr. SC, can I can I throw this back over to you? Because yes, I feel like yes. I'm just going off. Can, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, First of all, kudos to Dante for uh, for stepping in when my mic was, uh, you know, you know, shat, shat the bed, you know what I mean? So anyway, and I, I don't have reverse vertigo. I mean, Dante is definitely uh, my brother from overseas. So anyway, I appreciate you guys for coming in. Again, this is Vitamin G Gaming Podcast, episode 45. We'll be talking about the Black Mamba, do, playing, paying our, our respects and tribute. I want to talk about PlayStation's multiplayer issue. What, uh, what, what, what could PlayStation do better on the multiplayer front? I feel like that's not talked about enough, and as well as uh, I think what a lot of people are looking forward to. And I think we talk. I think Dante and Kofi mentioned we might. We're gonna start doing these more, more bi, bi monthly uh, vitamin G gaming game recommendations as well as games to look forward to. So just highlighting games. Talk. We talk more about games here, man. Everyone here plays games, as you can see in the intro. Everybody. Has their games that they play. Kofi plays a, a thousand weeb games a you know a minute. This guy's a weeb machine, and uh, he has a definitely uh, I think a trailer or something to, to show you what games he's been playing. And shocker, it's all from the it's all from the far far east. Um, so anyway, so before we get started, I gotta salute the chat. I appreciate you guys coming in early, man. Karate chop that like button, share this out, and uh, yeah, let's get let's get it started, man. So shout out to Eternal Shadai, Night Music, a Patreon member, Rate the Emperor. What's going on? Uh, let me see. In the indie gamer, the best place to go to if you want to wa watch indie stuff, indie games. He covers it all. Rome Russ, what's going on, bro? Uh, let me see here. Slow mo back slap. What's going on? But we gotta get you back, man. Uh, we talked about some games that that this uh, the game that you were talking about, the former Bungie devs. I definitely want to get your opinion on that. It's gonna be an interesting video. Definitely check his stuff out. Uh, let's see. Play Chris sixteen thirty seven. The I already talked about the indie gamer and the, the colonious games is going on bro omar's in the chat i think that's it and swerve with the v what's going on all right so before we get started and before we get to the gaming news uh, i have to first say this uh for me personally and you guys can chime in if it, it affects you in any way last i think it was last night or yesterday we lost uh, at least i lost someone that was extremely close to me i didn't know him personally but uh i followed his career uh, I followed his mantra, the the black mom with the Kobe mentality, uh, on and off the field, and embodied what it meant to keep going, keep pushing, and never stop. And as you can see, I'm representing Lakers, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, Black Mamba. You'll forever be missed. I just want to go through the the panel if they have anything to say. I'll say my piece, and then we'll just move on from there. Anyway, uh, anyone else? Uh, I think we were talking about Pharaoh. You mentioned something about uh, actually, I think meeting him. Yeah, um, my uh, my stepdad. Um, he had a family member who was a uh, was a VP for the Lakers back in like the '90s, early 2000s. So we used to get a uh, courtside seats and got to go uh, back into the locker room one time. So I got like a practice jersey, some uh, sweatpants, and some autograph tickets. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Uh, any anyone else has anything to say? Okay, um, so I never knew about the person, but I did uh, research his uh, nickname, why he is named uh, the Black Mamba. And it's mm -hmm. very interesting. And I saw the video 
with him sitting with his daughter was very, very cute video. And also how he was playing basketball, kind of like the same style her father is playing. So that must have made him very, very proud. So yeah, mm-hmm. LIP and he was an amazing person. Long live Kobe. Yes, yeah, sir, so I, I prayers and condolences to his family, yo. Like mm-hmm. him and and his pride and joy, Gianna. Like that, oh, that, that just fucking yeah. hurts. She was she was about to fuck the WNBA up, bro. She was about to go in there and fuck some shit up in a couple of years. Like it's just, it's just sad to see that that unrealized, you know. And and everybody else that lost their life in that in that accident. Um. Life is fucking short, yo. Go out and love somebody today. Love somebody every day. You never know. That man has been taking that helicopter since God knows when to get to all his games and practices and shit in L.A. because he ain't want to drive. So he's no, been flying that bitch for years. It's for not years. just that. He like, was... It, the real reason he took it wasn't just to go to his practice. He even said in an interview that uh, the reason why he got the helicopter... Is because he would go, he would go and take his daughters. He would do his morning workout, go and take his daughters to do, to practice. Um, then use the helicopter to fly to go to practice. So he took his daughters to school, um, took the helicopter to go and practice, do everything there, fly back just to go and pick them up. I the he he wanted to spend every single moment that he could with his daughters because he was always uh-huh. he was always out for the the he was always out for like games and stuff in different dates and he wanted to spend every moment with his fucking daughters and I I, I used to follow Kobe um back when I was in high school because I was actually uh, on my basketball team back in high school I followed guys like Shaq Rodman like I I used to follow a lot of guys because I was studying the basketball myself and obviously when i got out of high school i didn't fall much but like kobe was one of those guys that i always still uh heard about and i respected as well and just just hearing that not only he lost his life but also his daughter and all and fucking seven others lost their lives in that fucking helicopter that's like i I I was recording at the time that I got that news because I got told that while I was recording and like I I had to stop like a full ten minutes just to just for for it to sink in because I was like there's no fucking way because Kobe like we we do we do this with some celebrities um but Kobe Kobe was one of those people that we none nobody would have thought something like this would have happened to him. Yeah, like totally. he was, he was like almost like one of those untouchable figures that, like, he was. Even though he was, it, it, the best way to describe it, it was like he was a, he was a, he was more than a mortal man. And to hear something like this, almost makes it, it almost instills the the idea of mortality in everybody. Because I know I went and hugged my mom after I read that news. Because and a lot of people, like, I'm sure a lot of people like. Told somebody they loved that uh, that they loved him after hearing that because it's it was one of those tragic moments where we when the idea of mortality hit hit us again. Yeah, absolutely, man. Life is short. Yo, love somebody, love something, do something Thanks. positive. Shit. It can be over right. tomorrow. I I agree. I think that was the most shocking thing about it because uh, you know. To him, it was the most mundane thing of ever. No different than any of us 
hopping in our car and going away. It right. it it's it's different because of that as opposed to if he died from a sickness. Um, even if something kind of violent happened, those are things we kind of expect. We don't tend to expect something bad to happen on our normal everyday routine. This is just going to work for him. Like, there's no real difference between what we did when I got up, hopped in the car, and drove to work. Um, except, you know, he unfortunately didn't make it. So, you know, I, I hope that everyone who lost their loved ones in that, I mean, people lost fathers, sisters, brothers, mothers, um, everything and above. So I hope that they are comforted in this time and they, you know, receive whatever they need. Um, and it's funny, my the very first uh, PlayStation 64, PlayStation, Nintendo 64 game 64. I had was Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant <clears throat> courtside, baby. Uh, and I'm, not, I'm not actually a huge basketball fan, but I played that game for hours. Um, I wonder if I still have it somewhere locked up in, in like a closet somewhere. I might have to go see if I can find that again. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really sad. Um, you know, whatever you feel about Kobe, uh, families, lost husbands and daughters and sisters and everything else. Like that's, that's the true sad part. And 41. Yeah, He's 41, 41 years old. That's that's nothing. He had his whole life ahead of him. Crazy man, Tal, you got any words if I end it? Yeah, I mean, I also came to grips with my own mortality. Um, in fact, uh, Nubs, I think you were the first person who messaged me about it. And when we were kind of mulling that over, I honestly didn't even believe it was real. Um, but like, yeah, like you same. said, Dante, um, you, you're just like that, you know. This happens all the time. Celebrities are claimed to have, have passed away. They're doing it for clicks or they're doing it for whatever. Um, but it just makes me think of anybody that I may have some sort of grudge with and say, you know what? It's not worth it. It's just really not worth it. Um, but, you know, his yeah, his influence throughout my childhood, it's interesting, right? Um, for people in my age range, um, we started watching basketball right at the end of the Jordan era. Uh, and then Kobe really took over. And a lot of people were making the argument that Kobe is is almost like the, I don't want to say entertainment because he was more than that, but he was almost like the entertainment equivalent of what Jordan was for that era. He, he was the showman. Right. And for him to actually um, take the, a lot of what he did was kind of mimicking Jordan, right? Because, but, but it, it's a compliment because so few people probably have thought that route and they couldn't get it done. And for him to go on and, and his accolades just on the court, it, it's unbelievable. But to see to see that he was probably, I mean, th this is what I keep hearing, that he was probably happier off the court yep. um, than he, he was, was playing the game. And that, that's incredible uh, after seeing the, the performance that he had. So yeah, much much love to his family and and all nine people who were you know in that uh, in that horrific accident. Yes, indeed. All right, so I'm a, I'm gonna end, end it with this. Let me switch it back over. Just was showing you some highlights of the great Kobe Bean Bryant. Showing you, uh, I, you know, I want I want to echo what uh, Tyler said. Oh shit, my bad, Tyler. <laughs> well, echo with uh, see what hasn't you been here in a while, bro? <laughs> uh, with what Kobe said. Uh, Kofi said about about Kobe, man. We we grew we grew up watching this guy. Um, he embodied again for me personally, just more more than just basketball, just that drive, the the, the black mamba mentality, the 
you know, the, just wanting to compete and wanting to win no matter what, no matter what, man, just never gave up. And, and, and for that, I'll, for, I'll forever, like, appreciate him for that. And I could take that with me. And uh, let me see. I can't switch this over for some reason. Hold one second. Uh, apologize. It's hypnotizing. Like, PS. so I mean, good. It makes it sound so easy. I mean, like, like I know people are saying, like, why, why would you, like, shed tears or, or be shocked of, uh, of a celebrity? But, like, Kobe was my guy for forever like in high school i wore i wore my afro just like kobe i uh, mean i had i wanted his ugly ass moon boot shoes i drank sprite like was, i did everything like i like they say i want to be like mike i wanted to be like kobe for real that's what i'm wearing this jersey i've had this jersey for years um i've always been a kobe fan and will always be a kobe fan and for that man and my i think my girlfriend we were driving because we were looking at apartments and then she looked at me like, oh, like the biggest shock on her face because everyone who knows me personally knows how much Kobe meant to me. And she didn't even want to show me what was on her screen. And I saw a glimpse because I have pretty good vision. I'm like, is that Kobe on the screen? And uh, still, still shocked. And I can't believe someone, someone of, uh, of his stature and, and the people that was also lost in, in, in the helicopter crash too, just taken way too soon and people of my generation and, and if i ever have children will also know that you know when when the clock goes from you know five four three two one i will always forever say kobe and in honor for you my guy i got a little paper thing here uh, you gotta you gotta do it you gotta do big if i miss don't get mad at me oh five, four three ah kobe fadeaway three two i got nubs ah you're too small get, get back in the gym two one ah, kobe there you go. <laughs> there you go. Respect to the Black Mamba. That's how we See, do it. Kobe Bryant all day. Just to, just to close that out to people who say, why would you shed tears for, for a celebrity? Because celebrities are, celebrities are, a lot of celebrities are celebrities or like in that profession for reasons because they're the pinnacle of that, uh, that form of entertainment or that form of sports that they do. And the thing is, those people inspire later generations mm. to do it. Like, you're going to tell me, Co like, Kobe has probably inspired uh, plenty of um, kids to pick up basketball. Mm. Like, a lot, like um, I'll, use, I'll use a perfect example for myself. Like, I'm, everybody knows I'm a, I'm a, I'm a metalhead, right? But, like, I... I started a band Slipknot that I, I, one of my favorite bands of all time. I'm Maggot for Life. Um, I started my own band because I love, because I was inspired by them to do it. Because I love their music and mm. like it just resonates with me. That's, that's the one thing celebrities have that power to do is to inspire people more than, more than a lot of other people do. And unfortunately, a, a years ago, the bassist unfortunately passed away. And that hit me like a motherfucker because yeah. I was a big I was a big Slipknot fan to hear that one of them mm. had passed away. That that killed me. Yeah, like, exactly. so, yeah, yeah. Human, like yeah. Celebrities are human too, but they also have this aura of inspiration around them that they can inspire people to do great things. Yeah, especially him because he was so much more than a basketball player. I mean, he really spoke was. multiple languages. He was a philanthropist. Motivational you know, speaker. 
Yeah, if he wanted to rap, he rapped. If he wanted to do motivational speaking, he did motivational speaking. He got an Oscar for a short story. He wrote a best-selling book. I mean, he was really a go-getter, and he he instilled in everyone around him to to chase your passions to you know to the max. And he's inspired a lot of people. So um, whether it was through you know personally pouring into them or just you know watching from afar, he he's definitely had his impact and he put a lot of good into the world, you know, before he left. So that that's, that's a big reason why people feel the way they feel right now. Facts, man. Celebrities, celebrities are like borderline family for some people. And that's why people feel what they feel. And yeah. Hey, they can get out on your TV every night. So, you mean, I mean, you literally grow up with them, man. You really yeah, do. You spend more time watching certain celebrities than you do talking to your own family. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's sad that that's the fact, but I mean, it is a fact. <laughs> yeah, all right, man. That's enough downness, man. Like we got we to gotta lift it up. Like Kobe says, man, stop bitching. Let's get back to the show. Mamba Salute my in. guy. Exactly. Mamba out and rest in peace, my guy. And hopefully see you in the next life, balling like you always do. So let's get into the gaming news. And I'm going to go straight to Dante. Uh, I think you had a couple pieces, and then we'll go on to the rest of the show. So, Dante, what you got for me? Okay, so first uh, order of business. Uh, Doom Eternal has been officially confirmed to not have any microtransactions or in-game store, which is fantastic. Indeed, fantastic. indeed. Which gives me some hope. That gives me, that gives me hope that Bethesda are only fucking up their own shit. They're not fucking up everybody else's. Like, what I can do you say, mean by that? Well, basically, like, I, well, let's let's go with this. They fucked up Fallout 76 because mm -hmm. that was their own thing, right? But if Doom Eternal, if they're not getting any, if that's not getting any microtransactions or anything like that, I can assume that Bethesda took a hands-off approach to this and just let it do what they wanted. So I can say, if it comes out great, I can say, okay, so it isn't tainted. It's just Bethesda that sucks and Machine mm -hmm. Games because they fucked up Wolfenstein. I, I can I can at least have hope for something under Bethesda if that makes if that makes sense. So the fact that it doesn't have anything is great, and the only way you can actually unlock things in the game is with XP. So old school, just method. go on. Just uh, old school, no, old school would be using cheats or completing the game. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, cheats. But I mean, like you know, you you get like Smash Bros. You play you play and unlock stuff. Yeah. So another piece of gaming news is Metro Exodus will be getting an expansion, a sandbox mm -hmm. expansion in February of this year. Nice. Uh, just in time as well for its Steam release. So anybody who held out for the Steam release and didn't go to Epic, then you can't. You're in luck as far as PC, as far as the PC side goes, because you're going to be getting two things for. I would assume they're probably going to release it uh, all as one uh, for a reduced price on Steam, given how long it's been out on Epic. Uh, maybe not. And the last piece of uh, ga gaming news, this is primarily for PC, but I think it might have implications in the future. Uh, Half the Half-Life remake Black Mesa is reportedly going to be entering its official launch of 1.0 very soon. Because they recently released uh, the last chapter of the game Zen in public beta, and it's been well received. It's been well received as much as they've improved on Zen. Because anybody who's played Half Life or knows of the Half Life sphere knows that people do not regard the Zen portion to be the best. But apparently, the Zen portion of this is uh, 
be- improved, we'll say. It's hard to improve on shit, really, in some people's <laughs> eyes. But if it's entering 1.0 and with Steam now coming uh, coming back with making games with Half-Life Alex, I have an idea. I have a theory that we might, if if this goes well and this is a polished game on 1.0, it would not surprise me if we possibly see this uh, uh, launching on console as well. Okay, that's what's up, man. Oh, definitely check out those stuff, man. And for those saltiest game, had a question. Uh, who Shoot. here is going to be getting uh, Doom Eternal Day One? Mate. Not me. I already turned, man. I already got, I already got marked down. Nice. I think I'm getting one. You said you, uh, you <coughs> Reggie. You said you're getting it. Thought on the first when the first came back out on day one, and so I think I'm gonna do it day one for this one. That's what's up, man. I don't, Kofi, is that is this Doom your type of game or no? Definitely, I like Doom uh, 2016, um, but I think I got too much lined up to get Doom Eternal Day One. Pussy. Pussy. I'm curious. Who is getting Kingdom Hearts DLC? I'm not. I'm not playing that garbage. Also, game. something I want. Something I just want to quickly address from Play Chris. You're right. It's it. It's not. It has taken uh, a long time for for uh, Black Mesa to come out. But also, what you need to remember about Black Mesa is that it was a mod. It was originally a mod for Half Life Two that was worked on by five people, and is still that way right now. Like that nice. game. That game is a mod that has been that has been made in in. Uh, by the team that's called Crowbar Collective, like they work real jobs. This this was a, a side project for them, and even when it went up on Steam, it was something they couldn't fully commit to because you know they're not actual devs. They they started off as modders. Yeah, that's what's up. And, and then for Doom, I'm I'm gonna play the first Doom. Um, this is 2016. Uh, I didn't get a chance to really give it a proper shot. Uh, play that, see how it is. If I end up liking it, then yeah, I'll I'll definitely get Doom Eternal. But uh, not day one at the moment. I'm not really a Doom guy. I'm Halo guy. Halo all day, man. You already know what it is. Um, all right. So let's go into the gaming news. Let's go straight to my guy, Mr. Nintendo, Reg, man. You got any news? Um, let my, nothing. Let me, get my base, let me get my baseball back because we have to beat Nintendo's knees in right now. Where is it? I, I mean, nothing huge. Well, one huge thing. Uh, if you Well, I'll start with the smaller one. If you're a fan of uh, Smash, you know, Genesis 7 just happened. Um, as well as the uh, Japanese Smash tournament, um, where Olimar Player and MK Leo, who was a pretty top tier Smash character, wind up losing. So it was pretty shocking. But the biggest news, of course, <clears throat> is that Nintendo is no longer supporting and will stop repairing Wii consoles come March. So that's pretty much it. <clears throat> the Wii is on its it's on its way out. Um, the system that single-handedly dominated PS3 and Xbox 360, um, that introduced motion gaming to the world. Oh, um, it's, it's it's out. It's gone. Um, long live the Wii. Let us never speak of the Wii U. Um, <laughs> hey, motherfucker! I will. I will be. I will beat your knees in. I will take that baseball back from FC if you disrespect the Wii U. The Wii U was a good console. Even with that fucking annoying pad. I enjoy oh, my man. Wii U. Okay. Oh man. Dante and like ten o- Dante and ten other people, but alright. 
but otherwise, that's it. So, you know, if you've got a weed that you've been thinking about getting fixed, do it now. Um, because you might not, or I don't know, maybe hoard a bunch of them and then sell them like 10 years later if they become a collector's item, whatever you do with it. But yeah, it, it's on its way out. All right, man. Any other news? Maybe something uh, more on the legal side of things? <laughs> you must know something I do not. Are you are you joking? Oh, Whoa, you didn't see it. All right, I got you. Really? No, he, wait, 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 wait. No, no okay, no. Uh, hand over your Nintendo card. Hand yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. Hand, hand me your Mario coins, motherfucker. Let me that. Give me your power gloves. We're going to get the trail here. All right, I'm about to... Let me see if I could uh, share my screen out. I still got to figure this shit out. Uh, shit. I think I messed this up. I haven't figured it out. Fuck oh. it. All right, so this is what happened. Uh, lawsuit against Nintendo's lack of eShop refunds dismissed. Nintendo, uh, I guess, just, just long story short, they were in a lawsuit, I think... What, 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 what country? I think it's a German German court about refunding of uh, uh pre-order so basically if you pre-order something and you if you try to ask for a refund nintendo's like uh it's a me nintendo no you cannot refund it's i'm taking all your coins and and germany was like nah that's fucking bullshit because every other company has a refund policy and i guess nintendo's like uh no not us and they won and yeah honest honestly this is something that nintendo teams to get away with because I, I feel like they've been sued three times like in the past like year and a half like what's going on with, with nintendo and why are we not as a community talking more about the the dark side and the, the wario side of nintendo so reggie i'm gonna go back to you man what are your thoughts on this and are you ready to beat their legs in you gotta stop defending this company so man. actually i actually did hear about this so um if i can blindly defend the company like it was in <laughs> oh come on bro <laughs> If nah, you have, a, if you have, nah, nah, Red, come on, Red. This is the mentality. This is the mentality what I've been saying. See, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is the mentality no. that I've been speaking of. Why do you think they got away with Pokemon and Shield uh, laziness? Because, because of this mentality. Exactly. People come on, Red. No, oh, let, let, let's zero. Let's, let's zero defend himself. Go ahead, zero. I mean, it's nothing to defend. It's not a great practice. And in fact, other companies have recently, I think Steam was one of them a while back. And I think PlayStation got to me for like, how are we going to get our refunds if we don't do anything? Um, it It's not great. Um, the only oh, thing okay. that, the, the only thing that I can like, again, if I were to try, I'm not defending the practice. I, I think it's kind of scummy. That this is worse than EA. So you could, no. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. EA has the best refund policy, actually. So this is kind of interesting, ironic in a sense. I want there's something actually I want to add to this, but go on. Uh, Reggie, go ahead, and then uh, Dante. There is. I mean, the I hate to use this term, um, but perhaps because no one's trying to change it yet. But what Nintendo isn't is doing isn't illegal. Particularly, this is what the court found it not to be. Mm -hmm. um, and in fact, it follows under their very specific consumer rights practices. It is a, let's say, a anti-consumer move. It does exist within the realm of their possibility that they can do. Um, and I, I don't think this affects Nintendo's uh, 
gaming spaces, like my brought up Sword and Shield, I don't think that has anything to do with Game Freak because this is Nintendo at large. Like this isn't mm-hmm. a mandate that Reggie threw down. This isn't a mandate. Like this is what they do as a whole, um, which again isn't great. If anything, this um, is more, this more falls on Nintendo of Japan. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This comes down from the big dogs saying, "Listen, we're not going to do it." I cannot fathom why they wouldn't. Um, and so I'll actually like next week I will dive deeper into this and I will have a like kind of full report for you because just based off cursory glances, like we're talking no refunds. So if I accidentally hit a button or mm-hmm. a child buys something, it's just like none. Like none at all, not even within a like twenty four hour period. Um, nope. Like there are ways to like do this and still be scummy, but like still kind of technically make it work. Like yeah, you got twenty four hours or you got an hour um, to do it, and like it sucks. But then they can technically say yes, we still are offering you refunds. You just got to do it within the current hour. Um, so bad form Nintendo, not great. Uh, oddly enough, I don't think they're going to get any real flack for this. Um, one, because they should. They should. <clears throat> they should. Uh, one, because it's in Europe, and at least on our side of the, the space, the U.S. never focuses that heavy on what's happening in the European gaming space. Um, I'm, I'm sure that Japan does not either. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where uh, when Europe cried out, I didn't help them. When America cries out, I didn't help them. And then when Japan cries out, no one's there to help me type of deal. So it should be like people should really be keeping their eye on it. Um, if this affects how you want to purchase a Switch, I certainly understand it. Because, again, you don't want to buy, even if you just buy a game and don't like it. You know what I mean? Like, or it's glitchy. Or you want to sit, or you buy a Switch and it comes with drift. And you're just like, I don't even want this whole system anymore. Refund everything. And you can't get it back. See. All right. So what I want to add to that, specifically, what what the, that last point is, I swear to God, I just had a child. Yes, that's my son. I'm holding my son. It's, like, it's, like, yeah, it's like, a per- perfect point. He he got hold of your switch and started downloading all these bu- bukaki games, and then now not only is your wife looking at you crazy, they're also like, why the hell do you have a thousand dollars worth of bukaki games? And you can't <laughs> get it refunded. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't get it refunded. They don't allow that stuff on Nintendo's eShop anyway. Right, so a couple of things I want to go over. Yes, Reggie uh, Red is absolutely correct. This, If anything, yes, you should blame. You should add some blame on Nintendo, but you should also, if you really have a problem with this court ruling, you should also blame it on the court because yeah. they're the ones who dismissed it. Yes, Nintendo might have been the ones trying to advocate for dismissal, but the courts were the ones with the final ruling. So... Some blame should go towards the courts if you have a serious issue with this. Second of all, Reggie is completely right. As far as their practice, it's uh, consumer unfriendly, but legally it is allowed. Now, like now, I'm again. I'm just talking facts here. I'm not. How I'm can they be allowed? It is because it is it is consumer unfriendly. But how can they be allowed? It's it's in their user agreement. It's in their user agreement. Yeah. First of all, why? How how would I know? Because if how would I know? Easy, because they dismissed the damn case. Yeah. If there was anything illegal, they wouldn't have dismissed the case. Second of all, and this is something that I, um, I'm seeing echoed in the chat, and some people saying this is why they don't buy Nintendo. No, if anything, this should be a goddamn fucking advocation for why you shouldn't buy fucking digital. Yeah, good point. This is a re- this is an advocation of why you shouldn't fucking buy, buy digital. I mean, for fuck's sake, 
Look at this. I literally just bought Bayonetta 2 recently. And if I'd have got a pre-order on this from my game store and I was like, oh, I don't want to get this, I could have fucking cancelled my pre-order. Mm -hmm. I could have cancelled my pre-order, but if I bought this on, if I bought this on, um, if I bought that on, uh, digital, I would be, I would be straight out of fucked. Yep. Like, I would have been fucked. Now, here's the thing, as far as, as far as the policy goes, yes, their refund policy is ass, but there is one thing people do need to remember, that if Nintendo ever released an actual broken game like i'm talking bottom of the barrel like this this is not playable then they would have no they would have no cost but to give you a refund as well and that that is a, that is a fact true i, well, I don't want can i have something go ahead go ahead omar and then we gotta move i don't want to harp too much on i want ready to no. do a little bit more homework that you know overlooking all the negative stuff we got i had to break your knees in real quick but go ahead omar and then move on other people, and I'm talking other people who want to give uh, Sony flack for the whole censorship, censorship uh, shit. Mm -hmm. Where are they now? And this is what I say when I say that Nintendo can get away with murder. They really can. Because look at their, look at their gaming game policy. How 60 bucks and it never goes down. Games... Uh, how old, like literally, um, what's called, uh, launch titles, and they are still 60 bucks. How do you justify that? Right, as far, people... okay. as far as, no, no, as far as you turn around saying why they're 60 bucks, there's two reasons why that is the case. The two reasons is because, and honestly, again, it goes to digital. Steam has the exact same fucking issue. As far as games still being extremely high pricey, again, it's because it's digital. Like there is no gain, there's no monetary, um, there's no monetary loss or gain in digital because it, in, it's it's taking up an invisible space. It's not taking but up shelf space. Can, now, how can as far as and as far as as far as pre or, uh, pre owned the pre owned market, the reason why Nintendo games are so expensive is because a lot of people a lot and th this is something i've noticed about nintendo uh players they don't actually trade in a lot of their stuff like they don't you you'll rarely find people uh uh trading in nintendo games like on, from their switch or their Wii or back in the day the wii u because i mean for fuck's sake a, a version uh, a copy of um twilight princess hd for the wii u would cost me 25 pounds and a copy of i think astral chain would cost me about 30 like it's it's supply and demand it's the amount of inventory they've got as far as a pre-owned market so because there is no too few huge games uh nintendo can get away with this no i'm not saying they can get away with it but i'm saying as far as the digital space that's the reason it's like i said nintendo might be the most egregious but to say this is only that Nintendo setting their prices high for digital digital games, they're the only ones that do it. That that is intellectually dishonest and factually incorrect. Every fucking every, all the companies do it. Like they'll have sales and they might mark it down at uh, some uh, at some point. But all of these game all of these games still stay at a really high price because they're digital, because they because they take up no space. So but that's I why they do it. But that's because that that's I've already just addressed that. That's because 
with PlayStation and Xbox, a lot of a lot of the um, a lot of the uh, their customers, a lot of their fan base trade in a lot of their games on mass. Like they get a lot of games. So uh, to explain it, you mean trade in? You mean your games, right? Like you yeah, go to GameStop and you give them the game back. You trade it in for money to get more money so you can buy yeah. it. That happens at a higher rate with Xbox and PlayStation players than it does Nintendo players. That's uh, why. Uh, that's sorry. Go on. I'm just. Yeah, we, got, we, we gotta move on. We gotta move. On. But shout out to the slow mo backslab. He said Nintendo won't change until Nintendo customers start holding them accountable. <coughs> Reggie. Uh, yeah, yeah, so. That's true. Yeah, I mean, they're not. No, no, you're, you're right. I mean. The reason I'm a little bit upset about it is because it actually happened to me with PlayStation. Out yeah. of nowhere, I saw uh, an what called on Charge. my PayPal account. Mm. I saw a transaction for seventy uh, seventy euro for out of all of the games, Fallout freaking seventy six. <laughs> out of all the games I would buy. Day one, fall out seventy. <laughs> they they oh, really it was it was it was on your wish list, bro. You didn't check it. So, I, I put it on your wish list. So <laughs> I, I contacted I contacted Sony. I'm like, hey, what's the deal? I how can this happen? And luckily they gave me my money back, or else or else I would have lost legit seventy bucks. Dollars. That's why I'm so mad at this because I never ordered Fallout 76. I have no idea how it came, how it went through. So, which means mistakes do happen. Yeah, so but you got people, your money back, right? Yeah, I got my money back, but you have now many who will never get their money back. That's, that's true. Yeah, it is fucked up. Right, we got to move on, man. We gotta... That's why I meet it. Nah, I understand. We should be. Everyone, everyone seems to be mad except for Reggie. All right, let's uh, let's let's move on to the Sony news. My guy Kofi's been a while. Any 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 Sony news, my dude? It's somewhat a light week so far. I think there's a couple of interesting announcements. Uh, first, coming from first party, is the um, Media Molecule had a award show for creators that have created various types of content. Um, through the game, as you know, it's still in early access and won't be released until Valentine's Day next month. Um, mm. But the Impy Awards was live streamed on Twitch, and this happened yesterday, of course. Uh, yesterday was a, uh, quite a sad day, so I don't really think many people watched it. But there were many awards given away. Shuhei Yoshida was um, also on the live stream. Going to the Media Molecule website, it looks like they haven't really posted who won some of these awards. Um, I mean, I was looking through their fan club. They also have a Reddit page where somebody had posted a highlights video, um, but it didn't seem to include many of the winners because a lot of the nominate the nomination categories is, is quite large. It was like a dozen uh, different categories, like things like the most helpful dreamer, which to me is like the p person who creates a lot of assets that are, are shared and then other people could use them you know, for their creations. Uh, best curator, community star, most improved dreamer, best visuals, things like that. So. That was pretty cool. I would have mentioned the winners or something like that, but I, I don't know. It's like not easily accessible. Uh, another interesting uh, release is something that if you're a fan of PlayStation, you probably know a little bit about this. Um, Greg Miller is a big fan of uh, PlayStation uh, Portable. He was a big fan of a game called Patapon. 
Um, and he's been mm. waiting for uh, you know some sequels to come out. Apparently, Patapon 2 is going to be remastered on PS4 and released on the 30th of this month. Uh, a lot of people, I think, who are fans of the Patapon series are pretty excited about that. People who don't know Patapon, it's a it's like a rhythm game that you control warriors that are uh, out to slay beasts, or it's kind of like a sustenance thing where they 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 are out uh, what seems to be in the wilderness, and then there are beasts that. Uh, maybe threatening their home and using rhythm, you can kind of design your uh, uh, tribe to take them down. Uh, I always found the game extremely charming. Um, I don't even remember when exactly I first played it, but exciting to see that that remaster will be out, what, today's the 27th, so like three days from now. Um, another interesting thing, I'm trying not to you know touch on rumors, uh, but I will touch on the last thing that is unconfirmed. Uh, Blue Point Games, as we know, as a developer who does a lot of remasters for uh, PlayStation and other companies, uh, apparently is uh, aiming to define the visual benchmark for the PlayStation 5 or for next gen in general. And, you know, the big rumor is that they are remastering or remaking Demon Souls. Uh, but we really don't have any confirmation from that on what game it, it exactly is. Um, but according to the article uh, published on Push Square, uh, that is their end goal. Uh, they have course, uh, a new website. They launched a new website. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Is yeah. It, isn't, isn't, isn't Push the same one that Push Square the same ones who have been saying that the PlayStation will be the PlayStation Five will be released at the end in February? What? Hold on, give me a second. I'm gonna look wait, up. Wait, this you, mean, you mean the news? You mean the news for PlayStation Five to be announced in February? Give me a sec. Uh, continue on. I'll, I'm going to look this up because I could have okay. seen that article. Uh, the last thing. So a, a lot of the other stuff is really rumors. I don't want to really get into it. It's all about um, how much power the PlayStation will have compared to the Xbox. It's gone back and forth so many times. I feel like there's two different narratives just for PlayStation. Uh, so, I mean, unless people really want to get into it, I'm just going to. I have one question about this. Um, maybe Dante can jump in. Um, if the rumor is true about PlayStation reworking the, the PlayStation 5, do you think that's possible? Or do you think that's going to cost them a lot to the point where they're thinking, okay, fuck it, not worth it, and move on? I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, and I didn't understand. I, I apologize. Okay, like... so there is a rumor that the reason why PlayStation have not come with any uh, showcase of PlayStation 4 ah. is because they are actually reworking their PlayStation 5 uh, specs to match the Xbox Series X specs. So then my question is, would they be willing to do that? And second, would that not be too costly for them? I think that it, maybe somebody will disagree with me, but I think when you're this close to launch or even a year ago, you, you're not going to make many changes. Maybe, yes, I, maybe I'm wrong about that. It, certain features that you might include, I think, could change. But something like, you know, whether something is harbor re rate based ray tracing or not i think they had already decided that but maybe yeah. i'm wrong it, it, it's entirely possible that they decided to dig down and I, I know what video you were talking about people kind of explaining what that scenario was like and that would be interesting um for sure okay. yeah it's 
if they plan on releasing in this calendar year, it's way too late because you're doing a worldwide release. You have to start mass producing the parts right now. Yeah, we're we're in the final trimester here. There is yeah, there's no way for any major changes. That, that, that's like, if, like if like if if Xbox is doing like five more teraflops, there's no way you're just gonna add five more teraflops or whatever. You're just not like if there's a big power gap, you're just if it's small, maybe you can, but it's just like, it's it's not even cost effective. When they made their RAM change at the last minute, like little shit like that, but they 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 can't possibly try to go in and rework that APU. It's it's way too late. Yeah. Because you're talking about, you're not talking about a million dollar decision. You're talking about a billion dollar decision right there. Like, that's exciting. Outside of changing clock frequencies, like, that hardware needs to get ready to cook. Like, uh, so all right. That was basically it for, yeah, sorry. That was basically it for PlayStation. Oh, obviously, like, there's some advertisements for other games that are going to be coming out. Um, Persona 5 The Royal has some advertisements, but I, I think maybe we'll have some time to talk about that review. Um, yep. And uh, that's basically it. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave it. All right, man. And real quickly, last news on the day Nubs, anything on Xbox before we move on to the topic? No, a bunch of sales. <laughs> so no news alright uh, I mean there's something about Fable but I mean that's still rumors we, we're still in the rumor phase for a lot of these things so uh, bef- enough of the rumors enough of all that Let's been fucking, there have been rumors for a new fucking Fable I, game I, I, I know I know that's why I don't want to really talk about it until we get announcement actually I, I was do you think Fable was meant for this gen but they moved it to the next gen I, I think they moved it but, but no let's go ahead real quick no, I was saying um there were some new additions to uh to Game Pass like a uh, Plague's Tale if you haven't played it. Ah, uh, game recommendations. Indivisible, play that. That game I, is amazing. I heard that was good. I haven't I haven't played it. Uh, I don't know too much about it, so uh we'll we'll, we'll we'll get into that. So let's let's get straight into the game recommendations um because that's one of the popular things. Again, again we're gonna try to do these bi monthly. So I'm going to go back to Nubs, man. Game recommendations, what you've been playing, what do you recommend people to play? Give us a little bit on about the game so people have knowledge, and I'll try to put a video or something back there. If you guys want me anything, you can also share your screen too if you want. But anyway, go ahead. Um, as far as game recommendations, um, I'm absolutely gonna recommend Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Like, <sighs> oh, at all, go go get that. Well, no. but, okay, I'll, 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 I'll let you speak Kanye style, but what, what, do, what do you have to say about those saying that it's the same game? It's You've, you've already played the story a million times. Why Never. are you still playing? Why Never. are you playing this game? I mean, it, I'm just hey, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Why, why do I have to play the same story when I can just watch it? Yeah, but you, you can say that about any anything that's based off of a damn franchise that has, you know. Pokemon. A set. I wish all. I want to interrupt Pokemon just to make this point. Pokemon is different, though, because most of the time it doesn't follow the same story. No, it does. It does. I, I could, I could, I could, I could smack down on this one, but I don't want to. I don't Hold want to truly interrupt yeah, it, and ruin Nubs. It's it's Nubs. It's Nubs game recommendation, guys. Yeah, God damn. <laughs> All right. <coughs> anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, describe more. Uh, yeah, I mean, just from an from an RPG aspect, I mean, it, it's it's exactly what you'd expect in an uh. In a in a Dragon Ball game, it's just pure fan service. So, like I said, if you're a, a fan of the series, 
go get that. Like if you're not really, I'm not gonna recommend that because it, it wasn't made for you at that point. Like super easy to play, but you know if you if you haven't invested any time in the series at all, it's probably not for you. Um, okay. Is it more fighting game or RPG game? Um, it's it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of RPG. Yeah, there's fighting. Your stats are important. Okay. So, real quick question. You know, I was looking at some clips of uh, Gallic Gun versus Kamehameha, and it looked great. I mean, just that scene. I'm not talking about gameplay. No, no. There, there like are scene struggles in regular gameplay too. You just have to time them. But you um, gotta time it. Yeah, like they, they do a good job of that. Okay. So overall, you recommend it for Dragon Ball Z fans. Is it the best Dragon Ball game? Before we move on. I mean, it's not Budokai Three. So I can't I can't say it's the best. Budokai um, Three was so fun, man. Any bugs or uh, any issue with uh, load time? I see many people complain about load time. I mean, this game is load time heavy. It seems like anytime you do anything with a fucking load screen, so you need the it. SSD, man. <laughs> that SSD treatment. Um, as far as bugs, it's more so like frame hitching and stuff. Like there, the engine that CyberConnect Two are using is it needs to be. It needs to be reworked, considering it runs at because the VSync runs at fucking thirty frames per second, even on PC. Yeah. Jeez. You have to, you have to run it off VSync, and the problem is that it runs into massive fucking screen tearing, like across the screen. Yeah. Second of all, right. all, no, hold on. Just to add on to what he said, that's not the only bug because I found a bug where I was talking to Krillin and Yamcha, and both of them decided to fucking slide off of screen. <laughs> I have it on video, motherfuckers. Nice. Like, yeah, nice. like Kr Kr Krillin talking to fucking Piccolo. When he's go fucking, yeah, fucking Piccolo talking to Krillin, and Krillin just trying to slide out his screen like he knows he's in for trouble. That's what's up. All right, all right. Last question for you, Nubs, and before we move on, are you playing it in Japanese or is it dubbed or is it subtitles? Oh, I'm curious about this. I yeah. don't play games in, 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 in English dub. I don't. I can't. Uh, I'm not. about to say. Really? I, was, I was about to eject those seat because your ass is gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I kind of want to know, does anybody like the dubbed version yep. at all? Yes. I kind of like it. Vegeta dubbed is pretty good. Here's the thing. I don't respect the... I don't dub is amazing. I don't but respect the voice that. actors, but I re I don't respect the voice actors as people, but I res I respect their voices, and they do good jobs with the voices. And here's the thing: I'm playing it in Japanese right now myself, but that seems to be because I'm in a role of where I'm playing them, playing Japanese games in Japanese first, and then playing them in English, like mm -hmm. I did yeah. with Persona Five. I'm going to be doing it. I'm going to be doing it in English on Royal. Fair enough. And, and just just one thing to add: even, I grew up. I mean, before I before I was a super noob, I I listened to every anime and dubbed. And then I think I was with my friend's house, and they started watching, I think, uh, the, the, the latest Dragon Ball, and it was in Japanese. And Goku, for me, doesn't hit as hard as American I'll, Goku, man. I'll be it honest, just doesn't. I agree with you. It doesn't. It doesn't hit as hard, man. You're right. That is the point of contention, because peop some people hate Goku's Japanese uh, oh, voice. Oh, man. Yeah. Vegeta, Vegeta Japanese is hard. Vegeta Japanese is hard, but that, Amer that Japanese Goku, man... I don't. I don't mind it, bro. That's that. That's they're interchangeable. It don't hit as hard, man. He hit. You know what I mean? Like KO Ken? Like, come on, bro. What are you Japanese? Like, it's like. <laughs> I, 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 like, 
you know, Goku's English English dub actor, he can scream his ass off. I'm not. This is what I'm I not, mean. The screams. Yeah. And I'm expecting the screams. Oh, he's about to get in there. I'm over there watching. He's like, there's just the Japanese one just said it super quick. I'm like, what? Like, what is this? It took, it took the Broly movie for me to get chills yeah. from listening. Uh, all right, I, I might have to because there's, there's no. I'm I'm, I'm speaking like the, the 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 screams, the dramatic, and this one's all like this joke. Uh, Japanese Goku's all soft spoken, but anyway. So respect for you for listening in subtitles, man. Let me let me go straight to Reg, Mister Zero. What games do you recommend for our listeners and people to play that you've been playing? You know, I'm always gonna do like a weird game, but I think it should be the first one is pretty simple. Um, I think. So we're talking about rhythm games and music had upon Cadence of My Rule. Um, okay. it's a fantastic game. Um Cadence of My Rule, Crypt of the Necro Dancer, is sort of an expansion to uh the game. Uh, what's it called? Uh Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Um where essentially it is a rhythm kind of adventure game. So you move within, if any of you guys do music, it's basically a four count. So it's one, two, three, four, each time you move. With Cadence of Hyrule, because it's very focused on Zelda, I think it's a lot more approachable than the initial game would be. So everybody knows Link and his sword and how it operates. So you hop across the screen to the tune of the beat, be it uh, Zelda's theme, Hyrule, uh, Ganon's theme, so forth and so on. Um, it's an easy game to kind of pick up, and once you get to it, it's why I always enjoy rhythm game. Once you get to rhythm, everything just moves like it's supposed to, and it just feels really good to do so. Um, pl- play that. The only other game I have, and uh, I recently kind of fell back into this game, and it was actually one of the reasons why I wanted to build a PC. Um, I assume most people here have heard of the anime initially. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> Say it again, what is it? Initial D. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, have, it's a simple, it's a popular street racing anime uh, following uh, tales and adventures of these kids um, who street race down the street, down the mountains of Japan. Um, famously, the Toyota Corolla 86 um, is the car that the main protagonist used to beat just about everyone from Nissan Skyline to uh, S14s, they're just any car we've got. Yeah. The tech is such a MR2 good drive. Turbos, <laughs> yeah, Mazda 3. Mazda 3. Yeah, um, any car that tech goes up against, as long as he's in the 86, Hachiroku, as is known, he's going to win. So, if you see it in Nerd Space, it's a white and black uh, car, flip up headlights. It's actually a pretty dope looking car um, back when they looked really good. Years ago, Initial D came out with arcade games, very similar to probably Ridge Racer. Um, well, in what's, scope, what's the game where called? It's, not, it's called Initial D. Uh, the latest version that came out is called Initial D uh, Stage Zero. Um, but you can kind of look up anyone. Just look up Initial D Arcade. Okay. Because uh, I don't know where everyone is from, but like I know Nubs in Colorado. Um, FC, I know you're closer to the DC area. Here in Maryland, we don't have a lot of arcades anymore, but that doesn't mean everyone else who's listening does not. If you can find, in fact, I know in Florida they have this. If you can find any initial D arcade machines, I would highly recommend to go play them. Um, you play against the characters from the show. In fact, it saves your progress by printing out this little card 
And so you insert your card every time you play and it kind of tracks your progress and you hold them. It's essentially like your license, if you will. Um, yeah, I found but it. But it's kind of fine because they're arcade games and they're not terribly obscure. But unless you really live in Japan, it might be kind of tough to find them. Um, but if you live in a town or close to a place where you can get to an arcade that's got, you know, Dance Dance Revolution and a couple of other sort of Asian games, look for the initial game machine. They're fantastic racing games. Uh, probably the best arcade racer there is. I can't think of one that's better. Um, it, I mean, it, it covers them. One of the key points of Initial D is that Eurobeat. Uh, um, if you haven't, if you don't know what Eurobeat is, just type it into YouTube. Listen to Eurobeat and get you hyped every time um, to go around sharp corners at like forty miles per hour in your two thousand two Honda Civic to just see if you can do what they do. Um, but it's an absolutely fun game. I recommend it to everyone who's never played it. Or if, even if you've never seen Initial D, watch the anime. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm just watching this guy's driving. Like, that shit's crazy. So, real quick throwback about, you know, drifting. Did anybody play the original Forza Motorsport and try to run the Hachiroku down the downhill track that they had in the game? You could actually mm-hmm. configure the car to drift. And I used to do that over and over again just to get the highlight replays, man. You could get sideways. But I feel like the entire track was set up so that you could do that. Uh, but I don't know if anybody played Forza Motorsport One back on OG Xbox. I'm dating myself. Nah, man. <laughs> I wasn't back, back back when Kofi was a bot. But so you know, you know, you know, I'm supposed to be with you, Kofi. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, Baz. You were with me. That's what's up, man. All right, uh, Reg. So of course, out of nowhere with the initial D. That's what's up, man. Let me go to Pharaoh. What you been playing, my dude? What you what would you recommend for the peoples? Uh, right now, I just been I just been playing that Kakarot. Oh, uh, you That's too? It. Yeah. Do so you recommend it. it, or you think it's nubs frauding? I would recommend it. Um, but like, if you're like a if you're like a big time Dragon Ball Z guy, there, there's some there's some misses in the story, as mm. far as like just some things that they did in the show that they didn't do in the game. Yeah, they... um, but I still think it's a really good game. I hear that they, uh, I think the some of the the, the sub stories and the plots like that is pretty cool. I mean, yeah. can you touch a little bit on that, or is that like a a, a spoiler? I just made it to the point that where you can like really like go out in the open world and and find like sub stories for yourself. Um, they didn't have it's got many. a lot of fan service. Yeah, they, they, they didn't really have those in the uh, in the Saiyan Saga too much. Mm-hmm. But once you're transitioning from the Sand Saga to the Namek Saga, they have some of those, and I've been haven't really gotten into them yet. But Saiyan, the Sand Saga is pretty much your tutorial. Yeah, like the entire well, is your tutorial. I, I will say the one stupid thing I ran into is this is this isn't a spoiler. Like if you haven't watched the show at this point, I I don't know what to tell you. But, uh, so you know, Piccolo blows up the moon, right? Like their mm-hmm. in-game fucking explanation of oh, actually he created an, an illusion of the moon. Blowing. And I'm like, get, get out. Why did you put that in this fucking game? Like, like. Oh, just... wait. Oh, they, uh, they changed. They changed the uh, the outcome. Yeah. No, like he blows up the moon, but like when you actually read like the codex or the journal entry page, it's like, mm. oh, he he created an illusion in the sky of him blowing up the moon. Like if that was the case. Uh, yeah, that is. The, 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 the issue is, is that in the actual show, when they blow up the moon, they never wish the moon back. But the moon's nope. back. Yeah. Right. 
So there, there, there's that retcon. So because yeah. yeah, I don't know if they're going to leave this out, but there's also I, I don't know if they leave this out, but they also there there was a couple of things like the the one thing that I don't appreciate the one thing that it, it kind of irks me, but it's it's honestly this this silly censorship is and they did this in Xenoverse and it irks me. There is why the hell did Piccolo not get his arm blown off? I mean they uh, they put yeah. they put a big giant. They put right. a all through Kakarot and uh, through Goku and Raditz, but they didn't blow uh, Piccolo's arm off. Like they missed during that Raditz fight. During that Raditz fight, they miss an entire fucking section where Piccolo actually misses the first uh, Makanko uh, Sapo. He misses that first one. They skip that entirely, and he gets him in the first shot, which takes away the tension of it. Yeah, yeah and then they yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they missed out on some things. Yeah, definitely. And then, like, you know, like, when, when you transform to a monkey, when you transform back, you still have all your clothes on, like, you can't... Uh, to be fair, uh, to be fair I, know which, I know which one you're referencing, and to be honest, I, I actually, when I was streaming this, it was the, the, the it was the first time that Gohan transformed, where Piccolo destroys the moon, and uh -huh. he's, and I even made the comment, oh, Gohan got himself them Hulk pants, where they just, they just magically appear back on. But in, in all fairness, unless you use a different camera angle, I can actually understand why they got rid of it. Because, I mean, in today, as a grown man, like back as a kid, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think much of it. But as a grown man, I, I don't want to see no, no kids genitalia on my fucking screen. Well, I don't want to so, see them. You, you can show the little butt cheeks. I mean, I don't care about that. <laughs> no, no, I get, I get that. Like I said, they'd have to use different camera angles to get yeah. away with it. But yeah. like, I, that, that's something. That's something. It's like you, you could have, you could. It's one of those small little nitpick things, but I understand why they did it. Yeah. Facts, facts, and real quick uh, on Twitter, for you guys after the show, when you get a chance, uh, follow mm -hmm. my guy Dirt Griggity, or actually sub. He's close to a thousand. He's been trying to get that thousand subs for a while i think he's 17 subs away if you can Ooh, do me a solid guy. if you can do me a solid go to dirt griggity uh he's a big xbox guy he's hilarious he has his own podcast on wednesdays called scram punks definitely give him a, uh, a sub and tell him that violence sent you all right so anyway uh dope stuff uh, a lot of dragon ball hopefully we got other games in the mix and then with that i'm gonna have to go with omar what you've been playing my dude what do you recommend for the peoples so I've been playing Battle Tracer, uh, um, Night War. Yeah, it's just an RPG. Battle Chasers. Don't actually. Huh? Was it? It's called Battle Chasers. Battle Chaser. Yeah. It's yeah, that's a good game. PC. It's on PlayStation PC and also on Android. And mm. not sure if it's on uh, Apple or not, but it's. An okay game, like I said, it feels outdated and yeah, not truly fully balanced. Like in a normal RPG, you're playing in one area, you're level, you're fighting enemies level uh, two to five, for example, and then you go to next area and it is from five to eight, right? Mm -hmm. But with Battle Chaser, it's two to five in one area, and in another area, it's from eight to, to twelve or something. So there is a little bit of a level cap, gap, and you need to over-level yourself so you can survive the next area. Because if you're level eight and you're fighting level eight months, you're getting swiped. 
in a millisecond. So yeah, that helped me about it. The game that I recommend the, the most is Indivisible. It's mm, an amazing yes. game. S speak on it, man, because it's in Game Pass now, and I was looking it's into, but I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know too much about it. So if you could, uh, you know, there's actually there's actually a PlayStation Four demo. If you mm. want, you can download it and give it a try. Okay. It, let me see. Uh, the 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 thing that I love about the PlayStation Four demo is what you see is what you get. There is no false advertising, there is no anything. Every gameplay you see happening in the demo is happening in the real game. And if you don't like how the game plays, how the game demo feels like, how the characters interact with each other, then you better have not play the game. But for me, uh, it felt like I was watching an anime, but in a good way. Like, I... I saw, I can see how it's going to play out in a way I did, but at the same point, they threw a wrench in, in my way, and I was lost, and then in the end I was like, yeah, it's an amazing game. And if you're a fan of an RPG, it's not, more, it's not much of an RPG. It is an RPG, yet not not fully an RPG. What you do is you you hit people with your uh, button. It can be X, square, circle, and triangle. And each person you you control with one button. Hmm. And if you if you press triangle and then and then then down. You can do an attack for down. If you press triangle and up, you can do an up attack. And you can actually juggle your enemies in the air a little bit, which is actually very fun. So you can literally build up combos, which also works in your advantage. And the best thing about it is if, if, if an enemy is about to hit you and you time that block button right, which is the same button you use to attack, you actually take minimum to zero damage. Which is, it kind of becomes like a little bit resume game-ish, but it's really fun. It's, it's on PlayStation, the demo. It's not really on, on Xbox, the demo, but it's on Game Pass, so give it a try. Yeah, definitely. But both of the games you mentioned, Battle, uh, Battle Chases, they're both also on Game Pass on Xbox. So okay. definitely get tried. I'm gonna try it out, man. I've tried Battle Chasers. That's a good game. Um, very old school. It's a Western Western take on a JRPG. Yeah, yeah, it's a Western take on a JRPG. What do you man. think? Is it good or what? I like it. I like it. I haven't beat it yet. I think I'm on the last stage of it. Um, it is kind of kind of dated. But do you agree with me how the overleveling yeah. is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. But you could the dungeons. You could put it on the hardest level. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it does, and it and it does it does make it harder. Um, definitely gives you a challenge. Uh, but overall, that's it's a good game. It's a solid game. You want, you want to turn the pace. You want a Western take on a JRPG. Definitely child battle chases. Uh, and I haven't I haven't played the Indi was it Indivisible Indivisible. Uh, I haven't played that yet, and it looks it looks good. It's seven out of ten from IGN. So definitely check it out on PlayStation. And if you have Xbox, check it out on the Game Pass. So my guy Dante, it's I recommend my. Bye bye yep. for that. And on PC. It's also on PC.
<coughs> Dante, man, what do you recommend for the peoples? I got three recommendations, and I put uh, I put three of them in the thing, so people know that I ain't fronting, people know I ain't frauding, that I've actually played these games recently, and in some cases, still playing them. So the first one, uh, if FC was to, will show this on screen, and just skip a bit into it so people can see uh, gameplay of it. First uh, one I'm going to recommend is Persona 5. Yeah, but I'm gonna add the caveat. I'm gonna add the caveat to this. I'm gonna add the caveat to this. If you are at all interested in Persona Five, wait for Persona Five Royal. Do not spoil yourself with uh, Persona Five unless you, because if you've got a genuine interest in it, um, wait for Royal if you're really interested. But if you've got a passing interest and you want to see what it's like, get Persona Five because you can get it cheap. Like it's better to fork, it's better to fork out to get a pre-owned Persona Five than to fork out to get a brand new Persona Five Royal and find out that you don't like it. So I'll add that caveat to it. But I mean, Persona Five Royal. What can I see? I mean, here's the thing with Persona Five Royal. This was my very first Persona game, and I love the ever-loving crap out of this game. I love all of the characters. I love, I love the settings, like the the whole metaverse thing. I love the leveling up. I I love the costume. Like the design of the game is beautiful as well and can be fantastic. I love the bosses. I love the personas. Like I've I'm I let's just say I love this game so much. I'm actually platinuming it. Wow. And I very rarely platinum yeah. games. Like there's been there's a handful of games I platinumed. Marvel Spider Man, Skyrim on PlayStation Four on PlayStation Three, and uh, uh, Mass Effect Three Two. Three games I platinumed. This is going to be my fourth. And Did I've you already buy filled the DLC. The I, no, I haven't bought the DLC, but I've already filled out the compendium. Why buy the DLC when it's going to be in Royal? Wait, is this, Royal. is this is this P five or is this Royal? This is P five, not P five oh, okay. Royal. P5. Okay, all right. Um, but yeah, I mean, the characters alone are great. Like I fell in love with each character. Ryuji, he's an absolute bro. I mean, I, I kind of memed Ryuji out by by coming up with the whole damn it Ryuji every time he opened his fucking mouth or did something wrong because he's just he's he's that guy, he's an absolute bro, but you'll look at him every you'll side look him every once in a while and say, The fuck are you doing? Um you've got guys like Yusuke who are just interesting characters to say the least. You've got Futaba who is absolutely precious and must be protected. Um and then you then you've got interesting uh, complex characters like um Aku, uh, Akechi, uh, Goro Akechi, who is in some people's eyes can be an irre irrehensible piece of shit but and for spoil reasons I won't go into it but in the end you kind of sympathize with them like you really do sympathize with them and like a lot of the characters like that I didn't initially like 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 Sojiro ended up actually growing on me and they, they turn out to be amazing characters like this this game is a very much an art it is an rpg but it's also a character game where you end up actually investing in these characters and there's the the whole figuring out the difficult not the difficulty the weaknesses of the personas to turn a battle into your advantage is amazing as you can see on like what i'm seeing i'm just using use gauges just to down everybody at this point because like I figured out their weaknesses, so you can turn a battle to your advantage, even if you are a lower level than the uh, shadow that or persona that you're going against. If you learn, there is a strategic element to it, which makes the combat just that good. And I'm also playing this in Japanese voice acting as well, so people can't bitch at me. In fact, I, I got a lot of love from the persona community for playing it in Japanese. 
right. Um, wait, wait. Before you switch, though, um, I don't know if you asked the Persona community what is the best Persona game, and if if it's not five, are you gonna go back and play those two? Because it seems like oh, you fuck found yeah, a new... I'm, gonna, I'm going. I'm going back and playing all of them. I'm going back all the way. Uh, the first Persona game. The the, the spinoff from. Uh, um, oh fuck's sake! I keep, the name keeps escaping me. Kofi, bail me out. <laughs> If you're going to play Persona Sorry, game, guys, I got a crime, baby. Oh, you might as well play uh, Shin, Shin Megami Tensei, which is where... Shin Megami Tensei, that's it. I'm going back to the yep. to Shin Megami Tensei Persona, like the that's very, the very man. first one, the spinoff. I'm going all the way back, and I'm going to play all of them in time. Uh, just and right now, I'm stuck on... I'm stuck between, like, I'm going to be stuck between three, uh, uh, three RPGs right now. That's Super Mario... Um, Super Mario RPG, Chrono Trigger, and Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. So I need to, I need some time. No, that's what's up. Now, that's Morgana. Last question. Morgana's awesome. I love Morgana. Like the, the thing is, the thing is, it's, it's that that's something that I also got a lot of uh, a lot love for is because I actually looked, I actually took a deeper look into the story, and mm -hmm. apparently one thing that a lot of people don't uh, well, there's one part that a lot of the Persona community don't like, and I'm sure Kofi could back me up on saying this. But it's the it's the conflict between Ryuji and Morgana, and people don't like how um, how it all played out. But I I, I looked at it, I was like, no, like I, I totally understand why this happened because Morgana's feeling um, inadequate and uh, like and, uh, and Morgana's conflicted. Like Morgana's got so much going on in his goddamn head, and he's questioning everything right now. So you know, like of, of course it would play it this way. I don't think it, if it played out any other way, I'd be calling bullshit. But I'll, I'll leave it. I'll leave it there as far as spoilers go because, yep. like, I don't. All right. As far as the next game, uh, the next game I'm going to recommend is Okami. Now, I re I just finished this this weekend, and this yeah, is a, gotta, this I gotta, was originally. I gotta go play it. I gotta play it. This was, this was originally a PlayStation Two game, and what shocked me is the fact that it went over thirty fucking hours. Hmm. This was a game. This is a this is a game that is modeled after Zelda, because the the creator of the game absolutely loves Zelda. So it's very much modeled after Zelda. But the lore and the art behind it is just so fucking beautiful. Like it's it's absolutely amazing. Uh, the combat itself is actually really fun as well, especially when you start getting down on a rhythm uh, on taking out uh, enemies. Uh, the characters are fantastic. Again, a, a, another game with great characters. Um, like the, there's there's so many like Isun the the your little your little bug helper throughout the entire thing like he's so full of energy he's he's got his own conflicts like um like it's just amazing and all the 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 use of the brush techniques as well that you can use during combat and the way that you can actually use uh, that on sick. your own weapons yeah that's pretty um sick. is yeah. fucking beautiful like. Uh, for example, there's some some weapons you get later that have elemental properties. Now, there's some brush techniques that allow you to um, to harness the use of elements such as um, fire, ice, and lightning. Now, these weapons have those elemental properties, so you don't actually need to use any of those elements from the background. You can use them right off your back to attack enemies. You can use your brush technique to use it on like the solar uh, on the solar flare. And it will actually shoot fire at somebody if you use a brush technique, which is just fantastic. Um, it, this is a game that also is not afraid to go dark. 
that that was one thing that actually surprised me was this game goes dark on occasions like i'm talking i'm talking death like i'm talking you you see a decayed fucking corpse in this game wow. uh, in 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 the art style that it's in but you do see a a decomposed corpse it's like this this game's got this game's willing to go places and and i appreciate it for it um and again like i said this is a playstation this is a game that came out on playstation 2 that's over 30 hours long so you're getting your money's worth at least that's how long it took me we need so, a new coming. One of the greatest uh, game out there. It's unique and especially the brush. The brush gameplay. And it works! You don't expect something. Sorry for taking your stuff, but I love Mukham so much. Yeah, it looks good, man. Yeah. It is. It's, it's absolutely yeah, beautiful. Alright, and the last game. The last game. This is going to surprise some people. The last game I'm going to recommend this week. Maddie. Tears of War 3. Oh, right. Which one? Gears of War 3. Oh, okay. Oh, wow, oh, yeah. the, disappoint <laughs> the disappointment in his fucking voice is amazing. <laughs> the disappointment in Omar's face is amazing. No, 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 no. Uh, I misheard which, uh, okay, okay. which name you named it's, it. Uh, it's private, it's private, Dante. I can't show it. I'll just okay. do a trailer. It, 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 okay, just do a trailer. Uh, that's weird, it, it shouldn't be private. I sent you a direct link. Um. Anyway, yeah, so Gears of War 3. I recently played through this game on insane mode. So that means I've completed all three, uh, the trilogy, the original trilogy on insane. And Gears, Gears is one of those games that gets a bad rap as far as just being dudes wearing fridges uh, going into, <laughs> into, into knee-high cover. It's a good story. And I, it, yeah, that is one of the surprising things that if you go into Gears, you realize is that Gears actually has a really good, heartfelt, touching story in a, in in many senses, especially in the third, especially in the third when 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 it bring when it brings you the manly tears. Um, I, I don't care about spoilers because it's been a while, but like uh, Dom's death in three is still what is still one of those moments in in a game that could still bring me to manly tears. And honestly, I think it's one of the. Sorry, and I still... but I really need to ask you this. Do you think it could have been avoided? That's not the point. Okay. Like, the, the thing is, you need to remember about Dom is that he was already a broken character after, uh, having, after having to shoot his wife in the second game. Like, he was already, he was already on a death wish. So the fact, that he could, the fact that he could get what he wanted... Uh, while saving a man that he considered his brother is again, it's cliche, but it's you know poetic and it's 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 meant to tug on the heartstrings, Elmar. Anyway, um, but yeah, like it's still one of those, it's still one of those games that it can still get me robust. It still has a robust combat system as well, and I, I have my issues with playing it on insane because I think with Gears of War three. Uh, well, mainly the trilogy, the original trilogy. I think that insane kind of goes from uh, going from challenge to just uh, cheapness in some places, uh, especially with free. Considering uh, you, if you're inside the blast radius of an explosion, it will just fucking kill you anywhere. Um, but yeah, I would still say that free. Unpopular opinion. I still think that free is probably the best, uh, the best gears game because it actually wraps up. Uh, the the story in a in a bittersweet but also um, satisfying way. Yeah, I agree with that. Brothers to the end. 
Exactly. And the in the oh god, the use of Mad World as well. The instrumental uh, use of the Mad World. One, we gotta do a we gotta do a segment or one of these days about the one of the best like top like five video game trailers, man. Because Mad World with was it Gears the original? Oof. Yes. No, it was Gears Three. Was it three? Gears I thought it was no, original. Uh, it was one. No, one. It was one. Yeah. Gears and then Mad World. Yeah, but no, free, to me, freeze better with Harem uh, oh, Blue. Okay. Okay. Freeze better with Harem Blue. No, they That's did it. one for free, and it used and it used a song called Heron uh, Heron Blue. Oh, I see. Like, it okay. is it's beautiful. It's the one. It's the one where um, it's the trailer where uh, Dom's uh, where one of the scenes is Dom on the ground in the city of Ash, and a mm. loc and a locust drone bursts through the Ash person, and then uh, I think it's Anya saves <laughs> Dom's life in the trailer. That's right. the trailer with Heron Blue, and it's just mm, it's beautiful. Gotcha. And I think I think too was they did what was it uh, the White Rabbit or something like that? I forgot. Yeah, I think it was. Point being, they had they had really good damn trailers, but I mean, we got we definitely got to do one of those because there's there's a, there's a couple of good ones I could think of off the top of my head. But anyway, uh, Dante, that was your last one. I guess. That was my last one. A All diverse, right. a diverse like, one. That's that's pretty good, man. Pretty good. Good games. Good games. Everything but Persona. Um, now my guy, <laughs> my guy, Kofi. All right, sir. The floor is yours. Um, you could have been hip like Dante and give me this stuff ahead of time so I could find it, or I have to go search while you talk. So, so um, I'm, I'm conflicted whether I show you the trailer that I made. I, I would say let, let's revisit um, Persona 5 really quick. I want to okay. give people a heads up. This is a non-spoiler discussion about Persona 5 Royale. I'm talking about what difference differences I noticed from Persona 5. Dante, I'm going to lean on you a little bit. And then I also want to discuss my first Persona game, which was Persona 4 Golden. I did yeah, not play I, the regular Persona 4. I heard um, 4 Golden is one of the best. But yeah, Persona 4 Golden is is great. I really loved it. Um, I saw some, uh, somebody in the chat saying they played Persona 3 Fez. Unfortunately, I haven't played 3, uh, 2, or 1 myself. I have a, a lot of interest in bringing them all onto my PSP. So um, people, a lot of people that... I'm in communication with, say, Persona 3 Fez is the best one, except for the fact that Fez is, they removed some cutscenes, uh, like animations that were in the PS2 game, uh, but we can come back to Fez. Um, okay, so the the number one thing, general feelings when I finished Persona 5 The Royale was, wow, um, the the conflicts that they've added to this new game feel better than how Persona Five Vanilla felt. Really, and I am trying to you know I, I'm going to redact anything, but it's because your the conflict is grounded. Okay, people who know the ending of Persona Five know that things um are um esoteric a little bit uh spiritual that is much less the case dealing with the particular uh antagonist in royale and i think having a uh having a a, a more grounded opponent makes me more reflect on um my own um mortality I'll try to give you an example. There's a particular boss fight in Vanilla Persona 5 um, that you believe it's the very end. And there's a soundtrack that, uh, something I wanted to bring up that, that's Rivers so fantastic desert. about this game. Absolutely. Um, I had actually never sat down with the headset on my head, 7.1, you know, surround sound, and listened to Rivers in a Desert and realized how influential not only the lyrics are, but um, 
how the lyrics are, are like speaking to exactly your moment. I just want to take three lines um, that, that are from this, or I guess I could take a, a little bit of a, uh, uh, I don't know what you call it, a pericope or whatever they call it. Um, so the chorus would go, a river in a dry land, the last ace in a lost hand. When the hope of new beginnings burned our feet, now we need it. A heartbeat for a tin man, an oasis for a singed land. Remind me, remind us what we're here for, creating new life, creating rivers in a desert. And the fact that this particular opponent, this song plays and this particular opponent is going all out. There are no, yeah. there's no fodder. He, uh, I don't, I, I don't want to say too much, but this showdown, I was like ready to dance before I wanted to finish the fight because it felt perfect. And I am greatly influenced by this moment and thought they probably can't outdo this. Wow. But they did. They did. And, and so beyond uh, what happens in uh, Vanilla, the uh, new uh, semester that people probably know about has a, a real riveting story. Uh, but I do want to bring up two things that people should be aware about. And they're going to feel, uh, I think they might feel a little bit down. Um, Wait, wait, before first... you before you bring that two things, slow mo the axis. Did they change the uh, the? No. What do you say? The antagonist. Yeah, the antagonist. The antagonist is the same, but the new antag. But the, they add a new antagonist add after that okay. to correct. To, they're, they're, they explain how this new antagonist came about. Yes. Okay. Does it um, does it fit? Is it a, yes, it absolutely does. A retcon or? No, there's no retcon. This actually fits in because it actually ties up a certain story thread that was actually kind of left out of Vanilla uh, Persona 5. Okay. So, okay. The, the first thing that people should know is um, the way that Royale changed from Vanilla Persona 5 is exactly like how Golden changed from Persona 4, where you play through a main campaign, and then towards the end, a lot of what they added in that new version of the game is is really uh, showing like new story or like a new dungeon. So you cannot buy this game and expect those changes to be apparent. So what I'm saying is, let's say you play this game for 130 hours, right? Because the base game, let's say it would have taken you 100. So I'm just tacking on fun things that you might do. Do not expect those first 70 hours to really be different. Wow. And so for for sixty dollars, sometimes you you know I'm seven, I go seventy hours in and I'm like, this is ba I mean with better mechanics, with new mechanics, with some new people that you can social link with. This is all true, but generally you're like I'm putting a lot of time in to get the same experience. Persona fans are aware of this. Okay, so I'm just making mm -hmm. that distinction that people are people who are Persona fans they already know what they're getting into. They would probably no. already be ready to start a fight with me. They're like, "No, it's a brand new game." Because <laughs> um, I've it's seen, not. I've seen people on Twitter get like Kofi's canceled for having a negative opinion. <laughs> I know, right? Like Kofi. <laughs> um, so don't you think they should have been sold this for seventy dollars as a DLC? No, mm, good point. There's no way they could have because they rework. Because for one, they update the graphics engine. Uh, second, they use completely different uh, character models. They add in abs They add in new uh, mechanics. Uh, uh, for one example, that's already known is the Showtime mechanic, yeah. uh, yeah, which, is, which is which is basically like a two-person. Uh, it, it's basically like a two-person uh, all-out attack, which is just. Ah, okay, yeah, I saw that. Um, 
Yeah. So no, there's absolutely no way this would have been fe feasible to add in with DLC. But let me play devil's advocate a little bit with this, because there are... Okay, in addition to things that you mentioned, Dante, there are new uh, cutscenes, like animated cutscenes. Uh, there are new cities that you can visit with lots of new activities, right? Because I'm pretty sure Fishy wasn't in the base game, right? I yeah, it was. You, yeah, it was. was in the base game? Okay, what about this? You can't do any darts, you can't do any billiards, you can't go to the um the jazz festival, you, there's a, two new shopping areas. Okay, right, so... As far as as far as billiards, no, you are correct. The only things you can do, as far as side activities, was the batting cage, uh, right. fishing. Um, uh, you could play a claw game. You could play a claw game. Uh, you can go to the crossroads. Um, yeah, the theater, the the gym. Uh, what else was there? There's the there's the convenience store you can work at. There's the beef bowl. Uh, there's the underground shopping mall in right. the station. Right. I'm trying to think. But the, yeah, this is an entire. Actually, if you could, um, I don't know if see if you type like maps Persona Five Royal. Okay. There is uh one entirely new area that you spend a lot of time with uh Yoshizawa. Um, new who character. is uh great by the way. I find her to be very charming, uh, very determined character. Um, and I'm sure you've seen some trailers advertising her. I her Persona are really cool. Uh oh. Uh, wait. I'm trying to think. Should I say that? No, I probably won't say. That. Put it in chat. No, put it. Put it in Discord for me, and I'll have a look, and I'll tell you yeah. if it's good enough to go. Yeah. Through. So, so slow mo's asking, can I use my relationship to, uh, in a pre? much can you use a previous save, or no. is it completely so different? No, a previous save will give you a a lot of benefits in your cross save but it's not going to save any progress anything that you did is dropped okay yeah. so he, he, here was the thing that uh, i want to play devil's advocate with we've seen other developers re-release a game and and tell you yes this file is not compatible but we're not going to charge you 60 dollars for a brand new game and you guys probably know what i'm talking about it, it's not a jrpg but divinity original sin 2 they have a definitive mm. edition of the game that you cannot cross save file for but if you already owned it on pc you don't have to buy it again. And so mm. some people who don't know how Atlas do their games is going to be frustrated because they see more value in what Divin uh, they did with Divinity Original Sin over at Larian. So I I'm just bringing that to awareness. For me, I still think that the mechanics that they fixed, for example, exploring dungeons, I used to hate the fact that you couldn't choose where you wanted to hide in certain situations. You'd either be forced to attack an enemy or you, you wouldn't have an option. That used to piss me off. It felt broken, to be honest. Really? felt broken to me. Completely fixed that now. Now you can you can choose to go past an enemy. You can sneak. And that the, the, the tactics of who you want to fight is much better. Um, oh, uh, exploring the underground subway is more fleshed out. There is Mementos. A, uh, say again? Yeah, the Mementos. Mementos, yeah. More fleshed out. A character named Jose gives you incentives to stay in Mementos longer and cash in on tokens that can bring you things like um uh skill cards that can change you know skills from persona or add or uh, add skills that's right or you could get more money you can get more experience or you can get more uh that that wasn't something that was an issue in in vanilla like that getting more money wasn't an issue in vanilla because i figured i personally figured out a way to get a lot of money and like it did take building up a confidant but there was an easy way to get it and that's uh use memento was basically a piggy bank and take if you like fighting multiple enemies like two or three enemies take out all but one enemy yeah. and then exploit and then then exploit the whole 
um holding them up for more money and then keep, just keep downing them for money like getting money in the original was not difficult like you mm. like if, if you play your cards right and you could grind the time you could end up with like two million by the end of your very first playthrough uh, yeah, or you could use the, or you could use the flu, or you could use yep, flu. You can, and, I see uh, Diglonius Games is asking you can still use the flu. Um, in they make the, it yeah. easier. They make it yeah. easier actually because in the calendar they actually mark fucking flu days and heat yep. waves. Yep. There, um, there's just a lot of like convenient things that they set up for you. If you're going through, uh, if you're trying to increase somebody's relationship really quickly. Now they have a quick hit so that you know the next level for somebody that you might want to talk to. Like uh, uh, what's his name, Mishima. Is it Mishima? Yeah. Um, wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me that they've actually got a bar that, that they've now got a, a, like a physical bar that tells you when you're when uh, how close you are to next le ranking up that confidant? No, they do not have that. But like, if you were to hit the what's called touchpad, it will pop up like this is the next person that is available today that you could go talk to today. And oh, amazing! So, so basically, so basically, it, it tells you who is available at night to to level up. And that, that's another thing as well. Yeah. So ex no, that that seems um. Is it that because luck was a huge issue for me? No, it wasn't a look. It wasn't a look thing, but a lot of the schedule oh. were really awful. No, 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 no. What I'm talking about is you need a lot of luck to be able to interact with uh, Futaba. Not Futaba. One of the girls. No, it's not luck. It's not luck. They all do have a schedule where they are cut off dates, but it all also comes down to if you have the social, the sh the social stats to be able to uh, actually interact with them, which was one Correct. thing that I, <laughs> I honestly. What? There is a, uh, there is a, 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 I think it's luck, not luck in the sense of you're lucky or not lucky, but there is a stat, luck stat. Oh, luck stat. Enough of it, you can't talk with, with, with one of it the isn't a luck. There is no luck stat. It's, it's, um, it's knowledge, guts, uh, charm, um, proficiency, and confidence. Com no, not confidence. Well, courage, whatever. I don't know. No, that was guts. That was guts. There's, fi okay, there's five. They call them. Guts? There's five points. They call so it guts. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's, it's knowledge. Yeah. It, knowledge. Oh. Knowledge. Guts. Charm. Proficiency. And there's a fucking fifth one that I just can't remember. But it isn't luck. It isn't knowledge. luck. So knowledge. I already just said knowledge. Yeah. Knowledge. Guts. Charm. Proficiency. There's a fifth one. I can't uh, remember. Can't remember its uh, fucking name. I don't know. But no, like no, luck yeah, luck charm. isn't yeah, luck isn't a stat why don't you just look this up? No, it's it? you're right, it's not luck. No, luck I, is something that is tied to personas themselves. Oh. Like luck I is not what you needed. Like I needed to, to, to talk with uh, with that uh, girl with the with the bike. You know what? Yeah, Ma 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 uh, Makoto. Makoto. Yeah, um, you like, I don't know guts. what you call it. Kindness? Kindness, maybe? Kind that was it. Oh, yeah. Kindness. Yeah. yeah, that bit. That bit. I remember I needed to do so many things for that. Oh, uh, you were going to piss off a lot of people calling Makoto a bitch. How dare you? No, I, I love her. I love her. I was going to say, I tried to but not. I hate the kindness kid. But no, like that that was something that was slightly annoying, but on a new game plus I realized I found something out that made that made me question the fuck was I doing in my first playthrough, and that was that the fortune teller can help boost your stats uh faster. And she can and you can also use her to uh raise a confidence uh, a confidence confident 
uh, oh, friendship in you without gotcha. even needing to go and talk to that person. Like that stuff was Wait, in, and I didn't realize that. I got. I got. I got to cut in real quick, man. The okay. chat is demanding <laughs> you to switch switch game topics, Kofi. Okay. Um, <laughs> next game. Is, oh, one last thing I do have to add for Persona. <laughs> Persona 5 Scramble that comes out later uh, okay. next month in Japan is a sequel in storyline to Persona 5, but it is not a sequel to Persona 5 The Royal. So if you have questions about that, we can come back to it. Okay, Scramble? next oh, game. That, uh, hmm. um, it, it is not, but we, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay, next game I would recommend. Shoot, I mean, the, if I'm just going to do one game since I've burned up all my time, uh, I guess I guess it's going to be Yakuza 7. I really like Yakuza 7. Uh, I'm about 10 hours into it. Um, in the beginning of Chapter 4, um, it uh, is a huge departure because the game is turn-based for people who don't uh, know this. Um, and it's about uh, a character named Kazuga, uh, Kazuga Ichiban. Uh, Kazuga is a, a character who is very uh, unique in that uh, the developers of the game are playing on the stereotype of what typical turn-based characters from old-school JRPGs uh, were inspired by. Like, oh, I want to go out and be the hero! But he's in this grounded world um, where everybody around him doesn't really understand. Like, they would be us. Like, it would be like, FC, if I walked up to you and I'm like, you know, I don't know what I want to do with my life, but I want to be famous and I want to be super strong and nice to people. You're like, I don't know what the heck you're talking about, but you're a nice guy, so I guess I can help you. And, and no, that it'd comedy, be like, I'm going to call the DEA or the cops on you because you definitely need <laughs> drug testing. Um, uh, Kasuga is willing to, um, make the sacrifice for the people who have been most influential in his life. And, um, he, uh, you know, doesn't start with much at all, but the ones that uh, mean a lot to him, he's willing to make, uh, you know, those sacrifices for, and, you know, uh, I'm trying to say very little, but, um, as you see here, you see, uh, what his hair looks like, right? He's, uh, you know, it looks... Uh, quite young. It looks like he's out to uh, make a name for himself. There's a, exactly, a dramatic change to the Kazuga you're used to or what's on the cover. And uh, he is getting uh, adjusted to life in, in that period of the game. And people that he, like, <laughs> I want to say so much more about the game. When um, Kazuga enters, or uh, I should call him Ichiban, uh, enters the new chapter of the game, him and people in his. Uh, team all have uh, some sort of disenfranchisement that they're trying to solve and their interaction with each other is really personable uh there's mm -hmm. a, a a failed nurse named number uh, uh that uh, uh ichiban is going to interact with and uh I'm, I'm just gonna throw it out there number is uh, homeless and so but but he's part of like this homeless community that almost feels like how you would enter a, a starter village that has almost nothing. That there's like a real sense of atmosphere in this city that we've seen for so many Yakuza games. Mm -hmm. uh, yet now we're getting a whole new perspective from somebody uh, who never made a name for himself, who's never done anything impressive, who nobody knows. Uh, but he's willing to uh, to go out and do the right thing. He, he's an uh, he has an amazing uh, personality like that. So I mean, so far, again, I'm only ten hours into this game, uh, but I, so far I really really enjoy it. I don't know how people who like things like Judgment are going to come and then look at the turn based oh, I love scene. Judgment. Oh, he, here's one thing I love about Yakuza yeah. Seven. Uh, I love when JRPGs with turn based mechanics allow you to in real time defend. 
So you don't have to watch your character get hit. So there's an, a mini game into timing how your enemies attack you, and then you have to hit you have to hit circle like at the right time, and you could reduce damage you receive by a significant portion. So you, you're hooked. Now you're like, yeah. oh, you know, I gotta. You're not just watching your guy take number damage. Um, I love that. Uh, some of the attacks are just so dramatic, like number basically like a magician but like his magician attacks are grounded so he has like this a thing where he he summons birds to attack people what does he do he throws like breadcrumbs at his enemies and then the birds come and attack and i'm like that's awesome like i don't know i i, I just love the charm I, I love the attention to detail and um and then and then you just see these characters interact in, in what feels like these you know, home. Uh, I'm trying not to spoil it too much, but these homeless people are um, making a, a way for themselves by serving the greater good. And um, they've entered a per period in their lives where they have nothing. Uh, and, and I don't know, they're just trying to make it to the top. So I'll right. stop talking. Yakuza 7 so far, really enjoy. I, I do have a question with Yakuza because I mean, I. I like I play Judgment, great game, and um, my question to you, Kofi, about this game. Now, how does the turn base? Um, is it is it like jarring in a sense? Like how much different does it make your I guess experience of playing a Yakuza game? Is it a completely different game, or do you still feel that you're playing a Yakuza game, even though it's turn based? I still think I'm playing Yakuza because the setting feels so familiar and the fighting and the, and the weight that I'm looking at feels really familiar. Uh, the only annoyance I have with the turn-based game is avoiding combat is much more difficult. If uh, an opponent sees you and you're close enough, there's no more... Mm. You know how like when um, run away. the exclamation point comes up and you're like, I ain't fighting them and you get out, yeah, you just, just spread anymore. Uh, yeah, now if kinda... they stay for long enough, even if you're running, you're automatically going to be drawn into the fight. At least where you know where I'm at. And you know, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of annoying. There's no way to skip it. There's no like uh, items or something if they're too weak. Or... I, I believe there will be several skills to avoid mm -hmm. that, or maybe like a uh, I don't know what you say, like a parameter, um, not a parameter, but like uh, Ichiban has several categories in which you in which you can strengthen uh, his abilities um, by doing random things. Like you can be like nice to somebody and it'll increase your, your kindness. So it's a very organic type of system uh, and how you can increase those things. I think that there's going to be a way to avoid it, especially with his magician, uh, <laughs> magician friend number, who's uh, just uh, hilarious. So, so and the magic part, there is no real magic. It's all tricks, right? And that's exactly right. It's, it's grounded. So he's, like, he's like a street magician. And no. I don't know how to tell you. It's like the game okay. is making a parody of itself. It wants to be inspired by Dragon Quest. This game was inspired by Dragon Quest. Well, I was going to say, so any skill that you see will serve the same purpose that you've seen in a traditional turn-based RPG, but it will be grounded in something in Yakuza. Think, think of it as like they're, they're doing the turn-based RPG thing while making a parody of it. Like, say, in Final Fantasy VII, uh, not Final Fantasy 7, but just in Final Fantasy in general with the summons that if say uh, in Final Fantasy in Final Fantasy you would summon a big giant like like he like he explained where in Final Fantasy you would uh, summon a big giant bird to attack your foes. Well, in this you do summon birds to attack your foes, but instead of using magic and spells and and your inner light or some bullshit, no, you just throw breadcrumbs at the motherfucker and then the birds just swarm him. Thanks. Like it's, just, it's basically it's basically having it's basically taking the 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 hilarious over the top element that Yakuza's always known for, but making it 
basically the 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 comedy is the combat in in some of the over top regards of it. Yes. So instead of, instead of instead of the over over the top uh, over the top aspect of literally lifting a motherfucker over your head and then pile driving him into the ground, instead now you're throwing fucking bird uh, breadcrumbs at him to make birds attack him. If you have, or, or I think what, what there was another one where I think because this was in a trailer, I believe, or a gameplay trailer where he called didn't doesn't Ichi call some woman up and she shows up and just starts beating the hell out of everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. If you have, if you have like a Japanese account, you can actually play the demo of, of uh, Yakuza Seven. That's right. I did, and it's fun. <laughs> Even though I understood nothing, <laughs> I like I was able to summon, and then out of nowhere, I was not able to summon anymore. I don't know what happened. I got I another good. I got another good example of it. Actually, it's it's all. I would say it's as close to an example from another game as we can get. Think of the summons from South Park: The Fractured Butthole. I haven't played that. That's good too. Yeah, that's a good parody turn-based RPG. Yeah. All right. Any other? Any other, Kofi? If I give my two minutes nah. worth of game recommendations for myself, yeah, assholes. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll take a break. I know. It's all right. Been... No, nah, no, nah, it's been it's, it's been good. That's why I saved you for last to get you get you uh, gaming recommendations and all good games. And for me, I had a couple on my mind, but I have to talk about Plague's Tale, man. If you haven't played it, I highly, highly recommend you guys to play it. And if you have Game Pass or if you have PC uh, or if you have PlayStation, I recommend you guys play, um, buying the game. What I like about this game and from Asobo Studios is that they... Uh, oh, shit. I messed that up. They focus... This game is... They, they, they have the formula that of... Uh, a lot of Sony titles, but this game is like dark. It's 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 like gritty. Like you, once you step into the game, you see what I'm talking about. The very first scene, you're like, damn, what the hell? Like it shows you, like maybe like back in those days, um, maybe not true to true to realism, but how like grim it was, like how life and death things were with the with the with the the plagues and 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 the crusades back then, and. You're like you're trying to you know fight for survival as well as trying to help and 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 control this this thing that's growing inside your brother that that you're trying to be uh, a parent figure for and it's really dope if you like stealth based type of games as well with with the element of survival this is a high, it's a game for you but the the main thing for me that sold the game is it's the story is amazing like like it, it just grabs you from the beginning. Like from the beginning of the game, it just grabs you because that's how that's how well the Sobo Studios, a French-based studio, tells the story, and it's also a very good-looking game. And you can see that this is a very underrated studio, in my opinion. That that I think people will definitely start to notice more after this. I think this is the first indie game, you know, that they that they uh, made themselves, and their next game that they're working on is Flight Simulator. So this being like the, one of their first foray into the, the gaming realm, they did a great job. Uh, I highly recommend it, and let me know. And for those who have played it, let me know what you guys think. I know Mark in the chat is, you know, has played it, and he's saying it's a dope game. And he's more of a Sony guy, so he, it's more like more more likened to his wheelhouse. But for those who want to give it a try, man, it's it's dope. It's a very short game. It's not long at all, and uh, I would I'd be remiss to say that definitely try it, man. Sobo Studios definitely one of those up and coming studios that you guys should definitely give it a shot. For those in the panel, have you guys played it? I finished it. It's an underrated game. I loved it, but at some point I had to put my disbelief away to be able to keep enjoying it. 
I don't want to spoil it for the yeah. people. Oh, who are not yeah, at, at the end, it gets kind of crazy. But I mean, I like, see, <laughs> see. So that, that's yeah, my gets... point. At some point, I was like, yeah, no, thank you. I'm like, I'm with you the entire game, but yeah, just believe away. And then you, you enjoy it, and the final boss is a sacrifice. The final boss is a little bit clunky, and that's yeah, what I it is, it about. Is. And um, I'm going to be honest, uh, and it's not a really an up and in the game, but you're going to uh, realize very very fast that it is an indie game. You, mm-hmm. you don't expect any um, how should I say interaction with uh, with the environment uh, mm-hmm. on a huge scale. But I, I love the game, but I don't think want people to think. To come expecting way more than what is, but it's really a nice game. Give it a play. Give it a try. You will love it. It's a good game, man. It's a, it's a short game. It's all, it's on Game Pass. I think um, EA Access is what I got it on. It, if you have the subscription server for that, it's free. And I think on Steam, it's like forty bucks. So it's 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 a good game. You'll see what I'm talking about. Not every game has to be AAA. And you can tell it has some limitations, but the story is riveting. The gameplay is solid. And uh, the pacing is pretty good. So overall, the game is a looker. It's not ugly at all. The controls can be clunky, but again, just try it out. Let me know what you guys think, and uh, that's pretty much it for my game recommendations. Game recommendations, Plague's Tale. Uh, definitely give it a shot. And I think that's it, man. That is Vitamin G Gaming Podcast as we talk about game recommendations. I think we're gonna do this week two and week four. That way we have spaces for topics. And if any major news comes, we'll just flip it around. So anyway, I'm gonna go to. Our closing, Dante Crisis, man. Set this off, man. I appreciate you again for doing the intro. Now do the outro, my guy. All right, what's up, everybody? My name is Dante Crisis. You can find me at Dante Crisis uh, on YouTube. You can also find me at The Real Vanilla Ice, baby, 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 on Twitter. Um, You can find me... uh, No, you can find me at Dante Crisis on Twitter. You can find me at Dante Crisis on Twitch and Mixer as well. I'm currently doing a playthrough i'm currently recording a playthrough on the weekends of black mesa and i ninja is going to be started this weekend so i'm kicking that dog again uh always it always seems to happen when i'm doing my outro the dog just seems to start getting kicked he hates um, people leaving the door That's, he just attacks him for some reason um yeah i'm also doing a playthrough of uh i'm starting a playthrough today for me of super mario rpg born in tuesday uh, Wednesday, I'm go- I am I don't know what I'm playing because I'm still on the fence on whether someone's going to get back to me to do uh, Gears of War 4 on Insane because I'd love to get that done. Uh, Thursday, I'm going through Chrono Trigger at the moment and on Fridays, uh, because uh, thanks Karma, uh, I'm going. I'm playing uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot as well. Definitely, that's what's up. And my guy, salute to More Cloud Tech USA, awesome podcast, and Mark Woodland. Great stream, guys. Really enjoyed this Persona edition. God damn it, Kofi and Dante. All right, let me, <laughs> with that, Omar, man, do your outro. Yeah, you're going to hate it. I might actually pick up Persona 5 all over again oh, after God. this whole talk with Persona. Hey, I love that game. I just uh, became. Uh, a little bit too much persona. I like. I was playing the game. I was watching the game. I was like, yeah, a little bit too much. Yeah, you can find me at Caravan the Podcast. Thank you for having me. Correct hit that like button and 
cut up to the panel. Definitely, definitely. I think I think you you guys convinced slow mo to get the game now. So I guess you guys got one converted weeb. Um, hey, fuck it, I'm happy. <laughs> Let's go, Reggie, my dude, man. Where people can find you? As always, guys, it's been a blast uh, having fun. Um, you can find me, uh, Reggie, at myspace.com. I am currently holding uh, a contest to see who will be on my top eight. So just hit me up in my AOL email address at uh, mariosgreen.aol.com. You're you're a fucking idiot, bro. And then, and and the chat, just like just like I said, man. Make sure you guys sub to my guy Dante Crisis. He does his thing. I think uh, he just eight sixty three subs and counting. Let's get this man to a thousand. Let's do it, man. At least for the uh, people that's been already on this show, give support to the panel, man. Uh, definitely sub to my guy's channel. And uh, let's go to Pharaoh, my dude. Where people can find you. Hey, it's your boy Farrell. You can find PSN and uh, Xbox at Bizarre Five Thousand, and on Twitter at Farrell Bizarre. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And my guy Nubs, where people can find you. Yep, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at uh, Jubay Sensei. Um, Xbox and YouTube as Lord Butter Nubs now. Um, when are you gonna up. start posting content, motherfucker? Where's them streams at? You know what? I was actually streaming. Like, well, I wasn't streaming. I was. I'm working on a video. So. Mm, okay. Okay, man. Definitely. Definitely. Let me know so I could, you know, shout it out and retweet it, man. I now go watch it. That's what's up, man. And last but not least, welcome back the JRPG King Dante. Oh shit! I said Dante. Damn. See what happened? He took your crown. <laughs> <laughs> Kofi, my guy. Welcome back, brother. Where people can find you. Guys, you can find me at creative underscore Kofi on Twitter. You can find me on Saturdays with uh, uh, Bloody Knuckles doing anime Bloody. podcast streaming. Finally back. Bloody shout out to you, man, if you're listening and uh, the rest of the team there. Uh, but, you, you know, um, definitely follow me on Twitter. I'm all about trying to connect people with uh, great uh, Japanese games that are going to be coming out this year that I have already played last year. Um, and, of course, uh, all PlayStation things in between. So, yeah. Yes, sir. And you already know what the deal is. This is your boy FC Violent. Uh, if you guys are new, smack oh, that like on. button. Oh, oh sorry. I completely forgot. I completely forgot. People subscribe. People were subscribing to my other channel accidentally. Oh, not, not my main one. Also, you can find you can find Kofi on PlayStation on PlayStation on the uh, PSN at the Will the Real Weebster please stand up? <laughs> there it is. My bad. Yeah, that's the that's the other that's the wrong YouTube channel. Uh, Dante, put your real one on there, man. I was like 289. Like, what the hell? I thought you was at 8 something. But anyway, yes. Uh, so, I want, I first, want to thank the chat, man. Appreciate you guys, the Colonious Gangs, Mark Woodland, back, uh, Snowman Backslap, Verge Brizzle, and of course, our Patreon members, man. Salute to you guys. This is FC Violence. Subscribe if you're new. Karate type that like button. We'll see you next week on Vitamin G Game Podcast. Be easy. And remember, keep it gaming. We out of here. Peace. Later. Oh, that was fun.